0: Good morning, good morning. Today is uh, Tuesday, April 12th. We have 2 Kings 4-7 through and Psalm 102. Let's ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you open our eyes and our hearts to your word this morning. We ask for your blessing, your power, your grace, your mercy, Lord. Uh, Just fill us with your spirit right now, Father. 2 Kings chapter 4. Now the wife of one of the sons of the prophets cried to Elisha, Your servant my husband is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, but the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves. And Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me what have you in your house? in the house. And she said, Your servant has nothing in the house except a jar of oil. And he said, Go outside, borrow vessels from all your neighbors, empty empty vessels, and not too few. Then go in and shut the door behind you and your sons, and pour, pour into all these vessels. And when one is full, set it aside. So she went of him, shut the door behind herself and her sons, and as she poured, they brought vessels to her, and when the vessels were full, she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There's not another. Then the oil stopped flowing. She came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debts, and you and your sons can live on the rest. One day Elisha went on to Shunem, where a wealthy woman lived, who urged him to eat some food. So wherever he passed that way, whenever he passed that way, he would turn in there to eat food. And she said to her husband, Behold, now I know that this is a holy man of God who continually passing our way, but let us make a small room on the roof with walls, and put put there for him a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp, so that whenever he comes to us he can go in there. One day he came there, and he turned into the chamber, and rested there, and she said to Gehazi, his servant, Call this Shunammite, And when she had called her, she stood before him, and he said to him, Now say to her, See, you have taken all this trouble for us. What is to be done for you? What Would would you have a word spoken on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? She answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? Gehazi answered, Well, she has no son, and her husband is old. He said, Call her, and when he when he called her she stood in the doorway and he said at this season about this time next year you shall embrace a son and she said no my lord o man of god do not lie to your servant but the woman conceived and she bore a son about that time the following spring as elisha had said to her when the child had grown she went out he went out one day to his father among the reapers and said to his father Oh, my head, my head, the father said to his servant, carry him to his mother. And when he had lifted him and brought him to his mother, the child sat on her lap at noon, and then he died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, and shut the door behind him, and went out. And then she called to her husband, and said, Send one of the servants and one of the donkeys, that I may quickly go to the man of God and come back again. And he said, Why will you go to him today? It is neither a new moon nor a Sabbath. She said, All is well. And then she saddled the donkey, and she said to her servants, Urge the animal on. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you. So she set out and came to the man of God at Mount Carmel. When the man of God saw her coming, he said to Gehazi, his servant, Look, there is the Shum- Shun- Shunamite. Run out at once to meet her and say to her, Is all well with you? Is all well with your husband? Is all well with With your child? And she answered, All is well. And when she came to the mountain of man of God, she caught hold of his feet, and Gehazi came and pushed her away. But the man of God said, Leave her alone, for she is in bitter distress, and the Lord has hidden it from me until and has not told me. Then she said, Did I ask my Lord for a son? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? He said to Gehazi, Tie up your garments and make take my staff in your hand, and go, and if I'm, if you meet any one, do not greet him, and if any one greets you, do not reply, and lay my staff on the face of the child. Then the mother of the child said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So he arose and followed her. Gehazi went on ahead, and laid the staff on the face of the child, but there was no sound or sign of life. Therefore he returned to meet him, and told him, The child is not awakened." When Elisha came into the house, he saw the child laying on the dead, dead on his bed. And so he went in, and he shut the door behind the two of them, and he prayed to the Lord. Then he went up and lay on the child, putting his mouth on his mouth, and his eyes on his eyes, and his hands on his hands. And as he stretched himself upon him, the flesh of the child became warm. Then he got up again and walked once back and forth in the house, and went up and stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed seven times, and the child opened his eyes. Then he summoned Gehazi and said, Call this Shunammite, so she, so he called her. And when she came in, he he said, "Pick up your son." She came and fell at his feet, bowing to the ground. Then she picked up her son and went out. And Elisha came again to Gilgal when when there was a famine in the land, and as the sons of the prophets were sitting before him, he said to his servant, "Set on a large pot and boil stew for the sons of the prophets." One of them went out into the field to gather her herbs, and found a wild vine, and gathered from it his lapful of wild gourds, and came and cut them up in the pot of stew, not knowing what they were. And they poured out some for the men to eat, but they were eating of the stew. They cried out, O oh, man of God, there is death in the pot, and they could not eat it. And He said, Then bring flour, and he threw it into the pot, and said, Pour some out for the men that they may eat, and there was no harm in the pot. A man came from Baal, bringing the man of God, bread of the first fruits, 20 loaves of barley and fresh ears of grain in his sack. And Elisha said, Give to the men that they may eat. But his servant said, How can I set this before a hundred men? So he repeated, give, it, give them to the men that they may eat. For thus says the Lord, They shall eat and have some left. So he set it before them, and they ate and had some left, according to the word of the Lord. Chapter 5. Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was great, a great man with his master and in high, in high favor, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. Now the Syrians, on their one of their raids, had carried off a little girl from the land of Israel. And she worked in the service of Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, Would that my my lord were with the people who were in Samaria? He would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman went in and told his lord. Thus and so spoke the girl from the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he went, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which read, "'When this letter reaches you, know that I have sent you to Naaman my servant, that you may cure him of his leprosy.' And when the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, "'Am I God to kill and to make alive that this man sends word to me to cure a man of his leprosy? Only consider and see how he is seeking a quarrel with me.' But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent to the king, saying, "'Why have you torn your clothes?' abana and farpar the rivers of damascus better than the waters of israel could i not wash in them and be clean so he turned and went away in a rage but his servants came near and said to him my father it is a great word the prophet has spoken to you will you not do it has he actually actually said to you wash and be clean so he went down and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God, and his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Then he returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and came and stood before him, and he said, Behold, I know, I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. So accept now a present from your servant. But he said, As the Lord lives before whom I stand I will receive none. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. Then Naaman said, If not, please let there be let there be given to your servant two mule loads of earth from mule loads of earth, for from now on your servant will not offer burnt offerings or sacrifice to any God but the Lord. In this matter, may the Lord pardon your servant when my master goes into the house of Ramon to worship there, Leaning on my arm, and I bow myself in the house of Ramon. When I bow myself in the house of Ramon, the Lord pardon your servant in this matter. And he said to him, Go in peace. But when Naaman had gone from him a short distance, Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, See, my master has spared this Naaman, the Syrian, and not accepting from his hand what he brought. As the Lord lives, I will run after him and get something from him. So Gehazi followed Naaman, and when Naaman saw someone running after him, he got down from his chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. My master has sent me to say there have just now come to me from the hill country of Ephraim two young men with sons of the prophets. Please give them a talent of silver and two changes of clothing. And Naaman said, be pleased to accept the two talents, and he urged him to tie up two talents of silver in two bags with two changes of clothing, and they laid them on his two servant, on his servants, and they carried them before Gehazi, and when he came to the hill, he took them from their hands and put them in the house, and he sent them in away, and they departed, and he went in and stood before his master, and Elisha said to him, Where have you been, Gehazi? And he said, Your servant went nowhere. But he said to him, Did not my heart go when the man turned from his chariot to meet you? Was it a time to accept money and garments, olive orchards and vineyards, sheep and oxen, male servants and female servants? Therefore the leprosy of Naaman shall cling to you and your descendants forever. So he went out from his presence a leper like snow. Chapter 6. Now the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, See the place where we dwell under your charge is too small for us. Let us go to the Jordan, and each of us get their log, and let us make a place for us to dwell there. And he answered, Go. Then one of them said, Be pleased to go with your servants. And he answered, I will go. So he we went with them, and when they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. <coughs> but as one was felling along a log, but as one was felling a log, his axe Head fell into the water, and he cried out, Alas, my master, it was borrowed. And the man of God said, Where did it fall? And when he showed him the place, he cut off a stick and threw it in there, and made the iron float. And he said, Take it up. So he reached out his hand and took it. Once when the king of Syria was warring against Israel, he took counsel with his servants, saying, At such and such a place shall be my camp. But the man of God sent word to the king of Israel. Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are going down there. And the king of Israel sent to the place about which the man of God told him. Thus he used to warn him so that he would so that he saved himself the more saved himself there more than once or twice. And the mind of the king of Syria was greatly troubled because of this thing, and he called his servants, and he said to them, Will you not show me who of us is the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, "'None, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet, who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. "'And he said, Go and see where he is, that I may send and, re- and seize him. "'It was told him, Behold, he is in Dothan. "'So he sent there horses and chariots and a great army, and they came by night and surrounded the city.' And when the servant of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. And the servant said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? He said, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And when the Syrians came down against him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Please strike this people with blindness. So he struck them with blindness in accordance with the prayer of Elisha. And Elisha said to them, This is not the way, and this is not the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. And he led them to Samaria. As soon as they entered Samaria, Elisha said, O Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. So the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw, and behold, there was in the midst of Samaria. As soon as the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elisha, My father, shall I strike them down? Strike shall I strike them down? He answered, You shall not strike them down. Would you strike down those whom you have taken captive with your sword and with your bow? Set bread and water before them that they may eat and drink and go to their master. So he prepared for them a great feast, and when they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away, and they went to their master, and the Syrians did not come again on raids into the land of Israel. Afterward, Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, mustered his entire army and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria, as they besieged it, until a donkey's head was sold for eighty shekels of silver, and a fourth part of a cab of a dove's dung for five shekels of silver. Now, as the king of Israel was passing by on the wall, a woman cried out to him, saying, Help, o, my lord, O king. And he said, If the Lord will not help you, how, how shall I help you? From the threshing floor or from the winepress? And the, and the king asked her, What is your trouble? She answered, This woman said to me, Give me your son, that we may eat him today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. So we boiled my son and ate him, and on the next day I said to her, give your son that we may eat him, but she has hidden her son. When the king heard the words of the woman, he tore his clothes. Now he was passing by on the wall, and the people looked, and behold, he had sackcloth beneath on his body. And he said, my God, do so to me and more also, if the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, remains on his shoulders today." Elisha was sitting in his house, and the elders were sitting with him. Now the king had dispatched a man from his presence. But before the messenger arrived, Elisha said to the elders, Do you see how this murderer has sent to take off my head? Look, when the messenger comes, shut the door and hold the door fast against him. It is not the sound of his master's feet behind him. And while he was still speaking with them, the messenger came down to him and said, This trouble is from the Lord. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? Chapter 7. But Elisha said, Hear the words! Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Tomorrow about this time a seah of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel and two seahs of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. Then the captain of whose hand the king leaned said to the man of God, if the Lord himself should make windows in heaven, could this thing be? But he said, You shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Now there were four men who were lepers at the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? If we say, Let us enter the city, the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we'll, we die also. So now, come, let us go over to the camp of the Syrians. <coughs> if they spare our lives, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. So they arose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. But when they came to the edge of the camp of the Syrians, behold, there was no one there. For the Lord had made the army of the Syrians hear the sound of chariots and of horses and the sound of a great army. So they said to one another, Behold, the king of Israel is hired against us, the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Egypt to come against us. So they fled away in the twilight and abandoned their tents, their horses and their donkeys, leaving the camp as it was. And fled for their lives. And when these lepers came to the edge of the camp, they went into a tent and ate and drank, and they carried off silver and gold and clothing and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent and carried off things from it and went and hid them. Then they said to one another, We are not doing right. This day is a day of good news. If we are silent and wait until morning light, punishment will overtake us. Now therefore, come, let us go tell the king's household. So they came and called to the gatekeepers of the city and told them, we came to the camp of the Syrians, and behold, there was no one to be seen or heard there, nothing but the horses tied and the donkeys tied and the tents as they were. Then the gatekeepers called out, and it was told within the king's household. And the king rose that in the night and said to his servants, I will tell you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we are hungry. Therefore, they have gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the open country, thinking when they come out of the city, we shall take them alive and get them, get into the city. And one of his servants said, Let some... "'Men take five of the remaining horses, "'seeing that those who are left here "'will fare like the whole multitude of Israel If we've already, "'who have already perished. "'Let us send and see.' "'So they took two horsemen, "'and the king sent them after the army of the Syrians, "'saying, Go and see.' "'So they went after them as far as the Jordan, "'and behold, all the way was littered with garments "'and equipment that the Syrians had thrown away "'in their haste. "'And the messenger returned and told the king. "'Then the people went out and plundered the camp "'of the Syrians,' So a sea of fine flour was sold for a shekel and two seahs of barley for a shekel, according to the word of the Lord. Now the king had appointed the captain on whose hand he leaned to have charge of the gate, and the people trampled him in the gate, so that he died, as the man of God said when the king came down to him. For when the man of God said to the king, Two seahs of barley shall be sold for a shekel and a sea of fine flour for a shekel, about this time tomorrow in the gate of Samaria, The captain had answered the man of God, If the Lord himself should make windows in heaven, could such a thing be? And he said, You shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it. And so it happened to him, for the people trampled him in the gate, and he died. Psalm 102 is titled, Do Not Hide Your Face From Me. It's a prayer of one afflicted when he is faint and pours out his complaint before the Lord. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let, me cry, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me. Answer me speedily in the day when I call. For my days pass away like smoke, and my bones burn like a furnace. My heart is struck down like grass and is withered. I forget to eat my bread because of my loud groaning. My bones cling to my flesh. I am like a desert owl in the wilderness, like an owl of the waste places. I lie awake, I am like a lonely sparrow on the housetop. All the day my enemies taunt me, those who deride me in my name for a curse. For I eat ashes like bread and mingle tears with my drink because of your indignation and anger. For you have taken me up and thrown me down, my days are like an evening shadow. I wither away like grass, but you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. You will arise and have pity on Zion in the time to favor her. The appointed time has come, for your servants hold her stones dear and have pity on her dust. Nations will fear the name of the Lord, and all the kings of the earth will fear your glory, for the Lord builds up Zion He appears in his glory, he regards the prayer of the destitute, and does not despise their prayers. Let this be recorded for a generation to come, so that the people yet to be created may praise the Lord. That he looked down from his holy height, from heaven the Lord looked at the earth, to hear the groans of the prisoners, to set free those who were doomed to die, that they may declare in Zion the name of the Lord, and in Jerusalem his praise. When peoples gathered together in kingdoms to worship the Lord. He has broken my strength in mid-course, he has shortened my days. O oh my God, I say, take me not away in the midst of my days, you whose years endures throughout all generations. Of old you lay the foundations of the earth. Of old you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like a robe, and they will pass away. But you are the same, and your years have no end. The children of your servants shall dwell secure. Their offspring shall be established before you. Oh, Heavenly Father, this is so true. That you will endure, Lord, that you tell us the heavens and earth will pass away, but you and your word will not pass away, that you will be here, Lord, forever, for you are an eternal being, perfect, holy, righteous, and Lord, we are so blessed that you love us so much that you've created us, and that you love us, and that you desire for us to live with you in your kingdom for all eternity as sons and daughters. Lord, what a blessing that is. And Lord, you talk about uh, this earth, the heavens and the earth passing away, and you creating a new heavens and a new earth, Lord, a new universe, and a new planet to dwell on, Lord. What an amazing day that will be, Lord. I'm really excited to watch you work, Lord, to watch your creative hand and see you build something new, Lord. Lord, right now, on this earth, you are building us, your people, preparing us, molding us, shaping us into the people you would have us to be for all eternity, Lord. I just ask that you would help us to help to go along with what you want to do in our lives, Lord, that you would help us to see your hand and to uh, be compliant with you, Lord, that we would... just allow you to work with us, Lord, that we would go along with what you are doing in and through our lives, Lord. Help us to see what you're doing, and just help us to, as much as you can, let us see, Lord. And and Lord, help us to just, just follow suit, in line with you, step by step, Lord. Lord, be with those that are suffering and just struggling in pain, and Lord, we lift up Al to you, and his back healing, and uh, we lift up uh, Trish and Mark, and Lord, Pam, and Lynn, Lord, we just ask that you lift that delusion, that she would see the truth, Lord, as as Elisha, Lord, as you used him to allow uh, people to see, they saw the, the army around him, your army, Lord, and the Syrians heard the, heard uh, the sounds of armies, Lord, Lord, we would just ask that you would just reveal to Pam just the truth, Lord, not, not a. Not, not so much as a window uh, to heaven, to the, to all the things around us, Lord, which could be so frightening, but just the truth of what's going on. Lord, if you would just allow her to see the truth, to know the truth, Lord, allow this delusion to be lifted from her, Lord. Just close her ear off to the enemy, Lord. It seems as though the enemy is just on her shoulder uh, speaking and and, uh, her mind has doesn't have the ability to uh, filter that to stop it to take those thoughts captive lord and we just ask that you would protect her she's your sheep lord and just keep the evil one from her father Lord, be with Orist and, of course, his uh, kidney and uh, just those numbers that they're concerned about, Lord. We just ask that there would be no rejection of this kidney, that the kidney would be, uh, that his body would accept that kidney and would see it as part of his body, Lord. and He'd be healthy, Lord, and just continue to to bless him, Lord. And Father, we just uh, we just ask for your hand, your uh, provision for us, Lord. Every day, Lord, and you provide such so graciously. And now, in just in these times of inflation and the money not going as far, we just lift up one another to you, Lord, that you would just uh, provide, that you would make ends meet, that you would just uh, work it all out, Lord, the way you want to work it out. Lord, may your will be accomplished on this earth as it is in heaven. Lord, your plan, your direction, it's the best. There's no way anything that we can come up with, any plan, can even remotely be anything good compared to your plan, your perfect plan. And Lord, so just help us to get in line with your perfect plan, to follow that and show us, reveal it as much as, We can see, Lord, as much as you would allow for us to see your plan, your next step that we need to take and and the next one after that, Lord. And just give us that faith and and the courage and the heart to take that step, to just step after you, to walk after you in all that we do, Lord. We ask for uh, your forgiveness, Lord. You know you forgive us and help us to forgive. That same magnificent way. Lord, help us to have grace and mercy on those around us, Lord. And Father, we just ask for your blessing, your strength, your might, your power that would we just well up inside of us, Lord. Your spirit uh, taking charge in our lives, in these bodies, Lord. You died for us, and Lord, help us to live for you now, Lord. And just working in through our lives. Lord, be with us today. Lord, more than that, may we be with you today, Lord. May we be with you. and We know you're with us. You're always with us. It's us that aren't with you so often, Lord. Help, Help us to be with you and step with you. Following your lead, your guide. Thank you, Lord, for loving us so much. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, guys, have a great day.